I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Say goodbye to diluted creams and serums that are often made up of 70% water and 15% preservatives, leaving minimal space for the ingredients your skin craves. The scientists behind fiber skincare have spent 15 years perfecting nanofibers, which are 500 times smaller than human hair. And just one year ago, they patented a way of wrapping these nanofibers around oil or liquid-based ingredients. The result was a formula that delivers five times more active ingredients compared to creams or serums with no need for fillers like water preservatives or emulsifiers. The first formulation made with this technology is a plant-based anti-wrinkle set of patches that you use over seven days, applying them just like your favorite serums. Your skin will feel tighter in 10 seconds and over seven days, the program is clinically proven to reduce wrinkles by 19.4%. In fact, they have a tighter skin guarantee where if your skin isn't tighter in seven days, they will give you your money back. No questions asked. Go to fiberskincare.com and use code unfiltered for 15% off. I said, my, yeah. the most important thing I can do for my son is respect his feelings and his emotions, because that's how you create a resilient child. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Natalie, what do I do? <laughs> I hope it's giddy giddy. Welcome to the shit well, show. Thank Welcome. you. To the Mom Truths podcast, guys. Today it's exciting because we have a guest. We have Gabby Bernstein here, and um, she. I feel like we're going to come out of this so clear. She is a best New York Times bestselling author multiple times over, and I'm just going to say I, mean, I don't know what you call yourself, but I'm going to say a spiritual guru. I don't call, call myself. I don't call myself a guru because I actually <laughs> wrote a book called "You Are the Guru," um, oh. but. I am a spiritual teacher. Yes. Yes. I'm a spiritual okay. teacher. Yeah. What does that mean? 
Well, it means that I have been in the pursuit of my own spiritual growth and development for my whole life, really. But for the last 16 years, I've been helping other people through my own personal experiences and my own personal journey, awaken to their own connection to what a spiritual life means to them. So that's what it means to me to be a spiritual teacher, not to say, this is the way, this is the only way. Instead of saying to somebody, this is the only way, I would be really saying, here's my experience and let me crack you open to what your experience can be. What is your experience of spiritual faith? And, and that's something I think that we all develop on our own um, with the guidance of teachers like myself. But, but I'm not here to say, this is how it is. I'm here to say, here's how you crack open to it. Does that just mean you're really um, like in tune with your feelings, your emotions, like where you want to go, your like inner, in, what is actually like a spiritual awakening? Because it doesn't always mean like religious. It could mean, I'm assuming, well, you can tell me, but a, some, like, do, some, do, like, sort of do, I, do I need ayahuasca for this or is there another way? You guys are cute. Um, well, no, I, I, I actually um, don't. I, look, if people want to do ayahuasca, fine. That I've been sober <laughs> 16 years. So I don't, I don't, I don't, that's not the path for me just because I don't want to be in any other consciousness than this. Um, but when I say w- wake people up to a spiritual connection, what I mean is help people learn to stop looking outside of themselves for their happiness, for their well being, for their sense of safety, and start to establish a greater sense of inner connection. So that may mean starting to become more self compassionate. That may mean starting to rely on a higher power of their own understanding. And that's not necessarily religious. The way I teach is completely non denominational. So if you start to, to start to listen to your intuition more, Maybe that's what you would call that higher power. Maybe you'd call it the universe. Maybe you believe in synchronicities. Maybe you're open to the possibilities of manifesting. And so starting to open up your awareness to the inner guidance system that we all have available to us and to start to develop that system within yourself through, you know, I've written nine books now. So through the books that I've written through, through meditation practices, through self-help tools, and then on your own journey to really decide what that means for you. It's not going to be my way necessarily. It'll be, it'll be what you decide and develop and what that means to you. I love when that you, you say that because we have a, a mom audience. We have mostly women and moms. It's a, it's a, that's our biggest demographic and actually younger, younger women too. And I, a lot of them in motherhood, you kind of lose everything and you're in a constant state of frazzledness because of managing everybody else's needs. And I think a lot of women come to us and just feel so they keep searching for balance and they keep saying to us, like, how do you balance? And, you know, we never try to balance anything. We just try to, you know, find peace within each day and try to understand that some days you nail that, that balance and some days you don't. And do you think balance sometimes gets confused? Like that word gets confused with the, like the intuition awakening of like, okay, I need to listen to less outside and more inside. Well, I think first of all, being a mother is a spiritual practice because it's a constant act of turning inward to get yourself stable so that you can co-regulate with this other being. 
it's a practice of presence. It's a packed practice of patience. It's a practice of surrender. It's a practice of faith. It's a practice of compassion, you know? So it, it, everything that all the tenets of, of, of spiritual practice are fully under the umbrella of mom, I feel so like you're going to blow so many minds with like, you're going to make so many women feel so good with those statements. Just so you know, like right now, like invalidated and so validated, like, holy. I mean, my greatest spiritual teacher is my three-year-old. <laughs> right. The truth lies there. He's the my guru. That's my guru. <laughs> yes. Our, I'm not your guru. Your children are your gurus. <laughs> it's so because they really do test every single, you know, I know uh in this newest book you talk about trauma, right? And healing through certain things. And I feel like sometimes having children can bring back up a lot of things that you went through. And, oh, hell fucking yes. Yes. Right? Yes. So this book feels very relevant to a lot of moms who, you know, don't even know what's triggering them or what they're feeling in parenthood, which is so insane. Yeah. So, I, you know, there's a whole chapter in the book actually about reparenting yourself. And I was able to come to that chapter and, and write that chapter when I became a parent. Because I realized, whoa, you know, I, I was, uh, I'm going to say blessed with really rough postpartum depression in four months after giving birth to my son. And I say blessed because it was actually the catalyst for some of my greatest transformations in life and some of my greatest happiness today. But it was a horrific experience that I wouldn't wish upon anyone. And in that experience, I was faced with so much of my own historical trauma and and what it meant to have not had my needs met as a child. And so as I recovered from my own personal de- postpartum depression, I started to really go deep into the practices that I could apply to my son so that I could really make sure that he was going to feel a lot of security and grow up in a secure way. And in doing so, I realized not only do I need to apply these principles to my kid, but I need to apply them to myself. And that's when I wrote that chapter of Happy Days, all about how to reparent yourself. And I think a lot of us parent out of fear of what we were taught as children too, right? So we re-bring up our own past issues of, oh, of course. being afraid to let them do this or that because now, what did I say recently where I said my mom used to tell us this and now I, I question like, why am I telling my kids this when it makes no sense? But I never questioned it till I had, you know, 12 years into parenting with a six-year-old. I'm like, wait, that was just taught to me for no validation or grounding. Like have a moment and like, think, think again versus just doing it because, you know, like I had kind of an awakening of being like, wait, I'm a mom now. I don't have to parent how my mom did it. 100%. And you're going to witness if you have back to, back to this, I love this topic that, that being a mother is the greatest spiritual practice because let's look at it from that perspective too. Like if you, one of the biggest practices in, in, in being in the pursuit of a spiritual connection is to be the witness, the non-judgmental witness of your fears, of your, of your behaviors, of the ways that you act out and not in a judgmental way, in a very, um, compassionate way. And so being that non-judgmental witness of the ways that you act as a mother and the ways that you may be bringing in your mother's shit into your parenting is a profound spiritual moment. Okay. So, um, 
This is a great topic. I should probably write a book about this. Being <laughs> you a mother. Were, no, I, Gabby, I'm I, like, wait, don't say this lightly because our, our whole audience, this is a constant topic of conversation in amongst our audience. And I think that when we hear, you know, someone talk, we, we talk about our experience, which makes people feel normal in the journey because we're very open about how we feel about parenthood and you know it's a it's a mix of everything and it's okay to feel drowning sometimes it doesn't mean you don't love your kids you know just this whole notion that you have to be a mom and that's it like you have no emotions if you're a mom so I think that just even this conversation that, you, that your kids don't bring you down they actually can enlighten you is so much of what is not talked about and we try to say you know we became who we became because we had kids just like you're saying and they do offer so many lessons that you could never even you know, imagine, like, it's so crazy. Our children are our greatest teachers. And I think that, you know, one of the things that I've made a commitment um, as a mother, as a spiritual mother, as a, as a, as a mother, who's also got her own personal growth commitment to myself is to really undo my patterns of my upbringing and redo them with my kid. Right. So I practice. So for one, I've really educated myself. Okay. So I've become a major student of um, my girlfriend, Dr. Becky, who's a beautiful child psychologist. You should have her on the show. Um, of, yes. of Dan Siegel, um, Tina Bre- uh, Bryce, I think her, she's his co-author. Uh, just, just, just diving deep into the parenting models and the no drama discipline and to really, most importantly, above all else, really follow the practices of seeing my child and soothing him and being extraordinarily present with him. Um, I never, you know, my, my, um, I'm going to not say who, but there's a person in my life that was recently complaining that we don't say no to my son enough. And I said, well, you don't, I was like, we say no to him all the time, but you don't hear it as a no because we're not yelling. Right. Right. You don't hear it as a no because we're just speaking to him like a human. Mm -hmm. That's often men. That's a lot of dads who feel that because they feel authoritarian is like, you know, respect. And this is, this is, this feels very um, like spoiled. And, you know, when you give them space to feel, it feels like it's a disrespect of emotions rather than like a disrespect. It's, and we try to say, you know, our motto is parenting is not personal. Like it's not about you. It's their job to feel. And then it's your job to mirror how you want them to act rather than, you know, and a lot of the, and And it's your job to hold them in their feelings. It's your job to be in the full blown fucking respect of their feelings. Okay. You know, quote me on that one. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science, with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you've been following us, you know we are last minute planners when it comes to summer, except for this year. We even have one of our kids going to overnight camp for a month, a whole month. We're super excited for them, but we are getting anxious about not seeing them for that long. How will they cope? Will they make friends? Will they be homesick? We all have our own unique set of stressors varying in size and significance, yet when we hold on to them, they can gradually take a toll on our well-being. Fortunately, therapy provides a safe space where you can get things off your chest and find effective strategies to work through whatever is weighing you down. Therapy offers a place to discover strategies for stress reduction and balance in your life, helping you face life's challenges with new strength. Like when your tween goes to overnight camp for a month and you're trying to put on a brave face. If you are thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's completely online, designed for convenience, flexibility, and tailored to fit your schedule. Simply complete a short questionnaire to be matched with a licensed therapist, knowing you can switch therapists anytime at no extra cost. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Nat today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash Nat. Our parents, and it's often, I, I find in that case, it's usually grandparents who are having that kind of ju- judgment. <laughs> yes, I was being, I was being um, very gentle there about who. <laughs> but it's an old way. It's not that there's any judgment there. That's an old model. It's an old way of parenting, you know, of, yep. of really authoritarian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and that if they don't jump when you say so, then... You know, when, when we have 12 year olds and 13 year olds and a lot of our audience does, well, not all, some of them have them and test and spiritual awakening. That is the biggest spiritual awakening you'll ever have because they're their own people. Yep. And you better be ready for them to become into their own person without squashing them. You know, yeah. I love that. I read this somewhere. I can't recall. It was something like, it, you know, oh, maybe it was um, my friend, Dr. Shafali said this. She said, you know, he's not my son. He's Oliver right? He's not my baby, my, my toddler, my teenager. It's Oliver. I mean, it's, it's hard for us to not, you know, just sort of like with semantics, like my baby, my baby, but yeah. like, and that, you know, that's fine. But like at the end of the day, it's, this is who, this is, it's, 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 this is who he is. He is his own presence, his own being and, and, and being fully respecting of that person, that human from the moment they're born. You know, um, I've, I, I studied a lot of the rye parenting, which was like a lot about like telling the baby, even the newborn baby saying, I'm going to change your diaper now, you know, literally letting them know what you're doing. So they're not just this piece of meat that you're just throwing around changing and wiping and, you know, and starting that so young was such a benefit for me because I was able to really respect my son as a human not as a piece of property that I own, you know, um, and to, and, and, 
I'm just so proud of myself and my husband for the commitment that we've made to really most importantly, above all else, respect his feelings. And mm-hmm. you're right. You know, I, I was at a dinner party once and I heard um, a friend of mine's husband was across the table and he's like, it is not my job to have anything to do with my child's emotions at all. In fact, you know, like I'm not, I'm not going to cater to his emotions or their emotions. And I, typically don't try to debate with this guy because you can already imagine how annoying that would be. But immediately I just looked across the table and I was like, we could not disagree more. I said, the most important thing I can do for my son is respect his feelings and his emotions because that's how you create a resilient child. That is the way. I'm assuming, like, I'm assuming, actually, I'm not assuming, I'm going to ask you, you wrote this, so you've written nine books before this book, right? This is your... This is actually my ninth book. This is my ninth ninth book. book. Happy Days, yeah. And when it got to the trauma conversation, did you have to go through that whole process to get to the, like, to the point where you address, you know, trauma and, like, if someone, I, I can only... A lot of people are just starting this journey. As you say, motherhood can kind of rock you and make you feel lost and feel like you need to regain your footing again. Like, do they start here? Do they start back at square one? Do they, like, I think a lot of people are looking for, like, what can I do, actionable items that they can do to to start somewhere? This book is really, really, really relevant to most human beings right now. Any human that wants to 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 really release their past, because it's called Happy Days, but the subtitle is the profound the the guided path from trauma to profound freedom and inner peace. And so, first of all, who doesn't want profound freedom and inner peace? But you have to be willing to look at yourself, and you have to be willing to do some work on, it, and you have to be interested in personal growth and therapy. And you know, so if you are indeed interested in transcending your past experiences, no longer replaying them in the present, not projecting them onto your children or carrying the traumas of your past into every freaking moment of your life, then, and you're willing to, to, to just, even if you're just willing to experience things differently, like I just said, then this is your book. And you may not be willing yet to do the work around it. You may not be willing yet to do the therapy. You may not be willing yet to, to open up to the spirituality. That's fine. If you're just willing to release the past and not replay it every freaking day in the present, then I would think you should really read this book because it will show you the path. And then when you're ready, you'll say, oh, you know what? Let me go back to that chapter where she talked about that specific therapeutic process. Or let me just use that one meditation that she shared. Or let me just recognize that I'm not alone because I'm hearing another person tell my story. And so and a lot of people are like, oh, I don't have trauma. I don't have trauma. That's a bunch of bullshit. We're all traumatized. We're living in a worldwide pandemic right now as we record this in the midst of an outbreak. You know, every single day we send our children to school or not, they're home or whatever's going on. You know, I send my kid to school and I, I, I bless him every single time he goes to school. And I say, may you be protected and surrounded with love. You know, that there was a two weeks ago, like, you know, cops outside the school because TikTok was telling people to shoot kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on now, people, right? Like we are living in a, everyone is traumatized right now, period. In oh my gosh. If you can't afford therapy, that you could start by reading the book, or like there's there's things you can do if you can't, because I know a lot of people also can't afford therapy right now. Or a hundred percent. That's why this book exists. It's a book to say. So in the book, I reference a lot of the therapy 
therapeutic practices that I use. But what I also do is I introduce methods of those practices, offer free resources that are relevant to those practices or my own my own interpretation of those practices so that the person can get started now. Um, I also offer a huge resource database of ways that you can get therapy for free or therapy for, um, you know, or the hotlines and just places to get that kind of support. Even if you think, oh, I don't, I, I don't, I can't, I can't afford it. I think that where there's a will, there's a way because there are resources, there are practices. Um, I, even one of my sponsors of my podcast, Better Help, is a great way, a great place to go to where you can, with, you know, the financial aid, get a therapist within 24 hours, you know, so, mm. yeah. Mm. I heard you mention earlier the word um, manifesting and um, I love this topic and I, but I also think that a lot of women and moms, um, they don't really understand what that means and how to actually do it. Can you talk to that a bit? Well, manifesting isn't, is, is about getting into the energy that of, of, of grace and peace and feeling good. And so we often are like, okay, I'm going to manifest like a baby or I'm going to manifest a car. I'm going to manifest something. And yeah, we all have a lot of power. The power of our belief systems can create in our life. So the more you believe it, the more you receive it. But the bottom line is the better you feel, and that doesn't mean that good things are happening around you all the time by any means, but the more you work on your internal condition and your steadiness and your ease and your ability to go through life without meltdowns, right? Your ability to be steady, the more you'll attract into your life because it's your presence that attracts. It's, it's you guys, I'm sure in your own life have seen like when you're in a really bad headspace, more shit happens, right? Like if you're just down and you're repeating the story of that sucks, life sucks, nothing's working, then things uh-huh. continue to not work. Whereas uh-huh. when you get excited or inspired or elevated by something, more things start to show up in your life. And it's not that you have to feel good all the time to be a manifester, to be a super attractor, as I say, but it means you need to be in the pursuit of feeling good. That even when something difficult is happening, you're looking to re- resolve it through your therapy or through your spiritual practice or through your self-help podcast or whatever it is. So being in the pursuit of feeling good continues to get you back into a place of, of aligning with what you want. And so you know, I think that that's, that's an important message. Like it's easy to say, like, oh, go feel good and you'll manifest. It's like, mm-hmm. no, it's really just like, even if you're going through something tough, go doing what it takes to get through it so that you stay steady in that, that energy that is so magnetic. Yes. And when you say the more you believe it, the more you see it, is that what you just said? The more you believe it, the more you receive it. Receive it. Because so many people, they, they can say it, but they don't actually believe that they deserve it or that um, they're worthy of it. And so they say, they say it, but they don't actually, they don't actually believe it. Right. And so they wonder why they're not receiving it. And it's like, because you're clouded with um, negative thoughts and you need to remove them in order to like, let the good times roll. And it's not necessarily that you need to remove the thoughts. It's that you need to start to um, almost reorganize the thoughts or uh, start to release, like in in the moment, change your mind about the thoughts. So Mm -hmm. I wrote a book called Super Attractor that's all methods for manifesting. And in, and then even happy days, while it may look on the outside like it's not a book on manifesting, oh, fuck, yeah, it is, because that book is all about releasing and releasing the blocks and the belief systems that are in your way of being a super attractor. 
if you follow the methods and happy days and really committed to those books, you will start attracting a lot into your life. And I feel like your past, like a lot of people feel like it's their own family who has put their like their mind barriers in place, like their, their belief system of themselves that, you know, we sometimes do um, like group conversations with our audience about what they want and what they think they, they deserve. And a lot of people are like, my, the reason I, I don't do this is because my mom or my sister or my husband or my partner or my best friend, like, it's like these people want to tell them that would never be possible. So they're like, I guess it would never be possible. And it's like, I guess you have to start to just one foot in front of the other to release what others have created for you. So you can start to create for yourself. That actually is like a huge, a huge theme throughout this new book. I had to really look at the programming from my history, from my childhood that put me in the place that I was in when I was so, you know, so becoming a drug addict, dealing with, with PTSD, all the things that I've had to face in my life really are the direct reflection of, of childhood programming. And it's not to blame our parents, but it's to look at our history and say, okay, like, what do I need to clean up here so that I can come out the other side? And if we don't do that, then we just carry those patterns with us forever. And then we put those patterns onto our children. So it's, you know, there's no, there's nothing greater than facing our history and facing our past and believing that we can come out the other side, believing that we can be resilient. Um, It doesn't, it's not no work, but it's a lot more work to live in our suffering. It's also not comfortable often. Like you're not like, this feels really good. Like, you know, the outcome feels really good, but the process can often be you know, really challenging, especially when you have someone in your life who doesn't necessarily want to go through that process or even reflect, you know, in terms of a partner that you may be living with. And they're like, I have no interest in becoming more self, like, you know, when you're doing it on your own, it's hard. And I don't know if you know, but Natalie and I are twin flames and uh, (laughs) we've been together for a very long time in life. And it's like, we hold each other accountable in a lot of ways to the manifest, like to keep the beliefs and the thoughts, you know, moving forward rather than when you have someone with you, it's such a powerful energy to get them going and having the excitement of two people going forward. So maybe if your partner isn't doing it, maybe you can find someone to do it with you like (laughs) a friend to help you move forward. Oh, hell yes, my love. That is exactly right. So, you know, we look to our romantic partners to sort of be everything for us. And that's, that's not right. You know, that no one can be that. First of all, we have to really develop that within ourselves in many ways, but we do, we, it, it is a beautiful thing to have a secure attachment with a partner because it really gives you the freedom to go out into the world and be the creative force that you want to be and to be, you know, to be, have a sense of safety in life. And so there's nothing wrong with attachment, nothing wrong with that. And it's something that we should be in the pursuit of, but we also can't expect that partner to be everything for us. And so, you know, I have, that's like a, that's going to be a people need to need to hear that. Like every woman in here needs to know, because often we get disappointed by the partner who's not everything all the time. And then we feel like we're in a failing relationship and we end up hating them because they're not giving us everything we need to work on. So that is 
take that moment. Sorry to interrupt you. I just needed that. No, it's, 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 it's really important to call out because we look often to these partners to be the, you know, to be our husband, to be our, our, you know, our, 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 our sexual partner, our caregiver, our everything. And it's just sometimes not all maker, our spiritual practice. Like it's not all there. And so, you know, for instance, last night, my best, best friend in the world lives in Australia at this, she used to live in America, but during COVID she moved back to Australia. And you know, it's heartbreaking because she, just like you guys said, you're twin flames. Like she's my, my soulmate, right? She is a soulmate mm-hmm. just like my husband is, but she's my soulmate too. Mm-hmm. And so to not be near her is really heartbreaking. But last night we did a 40th birthday zoom for her with her, you know, us friends. And it was like an hour and a half on zoom. And it was so heart opening and deep and soulful. My husband walked in and he, you know, he loves her. So he got on and started talking to her, but he was like, I got to get out of here. You know, like it was not, you know, it it was a different vibration. It was for, it was how we go deep. Right. And I have that with her and I have that with all these women and that's, that's good. That's enough. I don't need that from him. You know, I got, Oh my gosh. Yes. A a lot of people feel like your, your partner, like it's a cheating on your hut, like on your partner. If you have an, like an intimate, I mean like an, a a soulful relationship with a woman, like, well, that should be your husband. And I'm like, you know, that's what a lot of people can't understand between the two of us. And I, and I was like, I, I, I don't think that that they don't have to be separate. And part of your journey can be these relationships with people that don't, it's not one person, your entire life should, they should actually not be because you can't get everything from one person. That's a lot of pressure for one person. And if you put that pressure on them, they're going to fail. And so you're just going to constantly feel like they're failing you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mm-hmm. What do you, you have been amazing and I'm so conscious of your time. And I, I, I want, for all the women listening, like if you're, if you had one thing that you think they could take, I know there's so many things, but I, if there's one thing they could start today in in their lives and then carry on with and read your book and, and find more, like what is, what is one thing they can wake up and, and maybe do to feel a little bit more in control or like they're starting something to, to, on this journey that God is so amazing. 
Well, I think that as women and particularly busy moms, we like to have a plan and we like to sort of know like, okay, I don't have to figure this all out because we're figuring stuff out all day long. This cat is biting my arm. <laughs> um, and so we, we, we really, you know, I, I like to sort of identify myself as someone who can lay out the plan for you. And so if you have that willingness to feel better, that's enough. Like start your day every day and just say, you know what, I'm willing to see things differently. I'm willing to release my past. I'm willing to see my husband or wife through this other lens, or I'm willing to respect my children in a different way or whatever it is. And just starting that day with that kind of intention of the willingness to do, do things differently will really be enough to open up your awareness to read a book like mine or to listen to a podcast like this all the way through. And so that bravery to say, I'm willing to do it differently or to see it differently is the beginning. And then, you know, I really, it sounds like a shameless plug, but you know what? I put my heart and soul into this book to really, really give people, I want to say very much so moms, is a huge audience for this book because I talk a lot about what it means to be a mother and what it means to go through the journey of birthing and what it means to the trauma of, of facing the fact that you have to care for a child now and the fear of that, right? is I want to say, like, give give yourself permission to open this book, Happy Days, and give yourself permission to, to just take it in. Maybe you don't apply any of the practices, but just take it in and let yourself witness what comes up for you. I'm so excited for the book. And it comes out um, February 22nd, but you can get a pre-order now anywhere you can buy a book, right? Yeah, so it's out on 2-22-22. If you go to deargabby.com, forward slash happy days. And that's G-A-B-B-Y, deargabby.com slash happy days or on Amazon. But if you go to deargabby.com slash happy days, you can also get a free full day workshop where I'm going to workshop the event, uh, the book at an event. And you can do that. Um, and it's live online. So it's anywhere in the world you can attend and you can get that when you order the book. That Did, is, 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 that, is that date a coincidence? I chose that date. They wanted me to have the book come out in February. And I was like, well, I want that date. <laughs> and that that number 22222 is an angel number that oh. means that we're what what we seek the balance that we're seeking is on the way love that what's your sign gabby i'm a scorpio trusting okay i don't know scorpios <laughs> uh, we we just can't thank you uh enough for coming and I'm willing. I think that's like the biggest thing that people can take home today. And I think it changes everything when you just give yourself a moment to say I'm willing is so uh, much more. It's so less intimidating than I have to, Mm. or, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm willing in such a gentle way to be with yourself. Mm -hmm. And I think that, uh, you know, a spiritual awakening as a mom will give people such a deep sigh of relief and a breath. Like they've act, they're doing something just by having children and, you know, being patient and all the things you said earlier. And if you write that book, please let us be the first. Oh, to I, know. Will. I will. I uh, will. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully uh, one day we can meet in person. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah. You guys are awesome. Good luck with the, with the, with the homeschool. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, Thank you. Bye. Uh-huh. 